know you were wondering when we were going to get on here, but uh, here we are. Graham Forks, best source on a dirty Thursday. How about that? Midwest Modified Driver Nate Reynolds in the studio. Your show today brought to you by Thunder Rays Auto Repair. Brand new auto repair shop in Grand Forks. Yeah, Thunder Rays, they do it all. General auto repair, oil changes and maintenance, brakes, suspension, fuel and ignition diagnostics. They do engine and tranny work. And Thunder Rays absolutely digs working on hot rods and muscle cars. You know what? When you get that bill, after you have your work done at Thunder Rays, uh, you're not going to drop dead of a heart attack either, all right? Call them up for an appointment or schedule online, 701-757-0287. Or you can go to thunderrays.com or check out Thunder Rays Auto Repair on Facebook. Great webpage. Uh, new auto repair shop in town, Thunder Rays Auto. It's 2315 North Washington Street, Grand Forks. Right out by the pit entrance of the River City Speedway. Uh, phone number, if you want to call, maybe you want to give Nate a little hard time here. Any questions, comments, call or text 701-213-0863. 701-213-0863. Here we go before we get rolling. Uh, let's see here. Time for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. I bought some shoes from a drug dealer. Uh, not sure what they were laced with, but man, I've been tripping all day. <laughs> what, what do you think of that one there, Paul? I thought that that was actually really good. That wasn't bad, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah I got to give you credit. I mean, they're so, I mean, they're not even hit and miss. They're just usually miss. Yeah. And, and that was pretty good. <laughs> I didn't think that was bad. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, there we go. Had the back of your head there. Nate Reynolds. How are you, man? Doing pretty good. I want to hear the story about Nate Reynolds. Now, you come from New York? Yep. Uh, how in the heck did you end up here? Let's, let's hear the story of Nate Reynolds. Uh, I was on unemployment, actually, in New York, and a buddy of mine was working out here in the oil fields and said his boss uh, needed a driver, so they flew me out, and I kind of liked it, so I've been here ever since. And now you're in the big city of Hoople? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of chuckle. A little different uh, from New York to Hoople, North Dakota for you? Oh, yeah, big difference. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you've got a note for sure you have one kid. Do you have more? Uh, I have one, and then my girlfriend has three. Okay, okay. And uh, you're kind of turning into a hockey guy since you moved up here. Well, I've always been into hockey, never played, but we got our son into it this year, so... Yeah. Uh, did, where do you have to go to play? Does Hoople have a hockey team? No, nope, Grafton. Oh, there you Park go. River. How far of a drive is that? Uh, 15 minutes. Yeah. That's not so bad. Uh, you're also uh, into fishing. Yep. I know I know you like doing your ice fishing thing. Okay. Um, what's the biggest fish you ever caught on the ice? Uh, not the greatest ice fisher. Not very big. I mean, maybe we, we caught a pretty big crappie uh, this winter, but yeah. uh, mostly anything was pretty small yeah and then uh you're kind of into snowmobiling too and um I, I did see some pictures on social media uh you like the ditch pickle green yeah <laughs> i always got to give it applause when it comes to arctic cat that's just kind of the way i am uh do you put a lot of miles on the sled this year i know the snow conditions weren't too great nope i actually uh put about 180 on and blew it up no way yeah was it the ditch pickle you blew up <laughs> yep no way would you run it out of oil? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just one of those things. Yeah, a ring broke. Oh, man. How did you get your start in racing? Uh, I know you used to race out on the East Coast. Um, I was 
five or six years old, and my parents took me to this track in New York, Ransville Speedway, and uh, it was they had a go kart exhibition night, and told them uh, really want a go kart, so went home and I don't know if they really believed me, but uh, I put my I had a little 90cc four wheeler or something. I put that out for sale at the road, and uh, Dad got home from work and wondered what the heck was going on. Why my four wheelers for sale? And uh, sold that. Got my first race in go kart when I was like five and a half or six, and mm-hmm. been racing ever since. Did Dad jump right in with you, or was he hesitant, or he thought, you know what, this is what the kid wants to do. I'm going to support him. Pretty much what I wanted to do, and they've been supportive ever since. Mm-hmm. Okay, your steps from a go kart. What did you do next? Uh, I raced go-karts from 6 to 14, and then I got my first street stock and raced that for two years. And then I raced a open-wheel Northeast Modified, Um, same car as the big block Modified, but uh, we had pretty much the same motor as what we run in the Mm B-Mods. And uh, tooled around a little bit with a uh, Asphalt Modified for a buddy of mine. that didn't uh, go so well. We ended up blowing that up, too. Yeah. <laughs> I've been having bad luck with motors. but uh, Was it a big transition? Is it a lot different dirt compared to asphalt? Um, I always have said that asphalt's kind of easier, mm-hmm. personally. But uh, everybody was picking on me because I kind of had the left front tire on the grass, and I was kind of oh. sliding a little bit. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so and, and and what happened? You you were running asphalt for a while, uh, back with the, the the mods. And how long did you do that out there? And what was the track that you were running at mostly? Um, well, my home track was uh, Ransomville Speedway. Okay, um, that was like ten minutes from my house. Um, hit a little bit. Uh, we raced the Syracuse Mile, the Moody Mile when uh, oh. when they had that. That was a blast. I bet. Um, I mean, just insanely fast. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, mostly bounced around a little bit and tried hitting. I didn't travel as much back in New York cause I mean, I wasn't working and then we were just off my parents, uh, pocketbook. But, uh, now that we're out here, I try to travel a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, when you made the move to Hoople, North Dakota, did you think you were going to race again? Did you know about like Devil's Lake Speedway or River City Speedway or Winnipeg? Did you know about these, that there were tracks around here? Well, so I moved to uh, Edinburgh, which is right around the corner from Hoople, mm-hmm. and uh, became good friends with uh, my buddy Chase, and he took me out to Devil's Lake, and that was my first track that I went to out here, and I was like, man, because I mean, I had raced the previous however many years, you know, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to race. It kind of sucked watching. Sure, and, uh, yeah. So I really wanted a car, and we ended up getting something and started uh, actually that summer, my first summer out here, which is kind of a piece of junk B-Mod, but mm-hmm. won some races with it. So Yeah, yeah, and the rest is history, as they say. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, I, I want to talk uh, about this text from Casey. Oh, 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 okay, hold on. Yes. Oh, oh I was just going to say, Katie's in the house. Can we get a round Katie, of applause? Katie. Oh, now you got to switch the mic back. Finally, you can uh, blame school for that one. It's about time you got here. I know. Yeah. Last year, he doesn't run this late. Uh, you know, Nate's been waiting for you. <laughs> we even started the show late. Um, I know. I'm glad you're here, Katie. Me too. I don't like missing Dirty Thursdays. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, by the way, that's Nate. That's Katie. Hello. <laughs> um, Casey, 
uh, text in. It says, I had to take an early break from work and run to the store to get headphones just so I would not miss the Nate show today. <laughs> How's that, huh? That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, when you get here, the first track you raced, was it Devil's Lake? Um, actually, the first track I raced was uh, Greenbush. Green- oh, okay. Okay. Uh, did you run a full season right off the bat? No, we got the car a little after July 4th, summer, middle of July. And uh, so we ran about a half a season. Mm-hmm. And then uh, did, did you keep with that car? Or did you got the, the bite back or the, the itch back? And you thought, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, do we keep running what we got? Or do you, do you start to upgrade? How'd that first full-time year go? Uh, yep, the first full year, we uh, ran that same car. We had a new body put on and mm-hmm. didn't really know what the heck we were doing with it. Um, I mean, these cars are completely different than a Northeast Modified. So uh, setup-wise and everything, I didn't, didn't really know. I'd turn some turn some uh, coils and try to figure it out. And we mm-hmm. ended up getting a win the first year, like our second or third night out. And don't know how we pulled that off. I just sat it on scales one day and started turning stuff and went out and the car worked. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, the first, <laughs> first like, two nights, the thing pushed like a dump truck. So mm-hmm. I had to change something. And I didn't know anybody, so I didn't know who to ask for help. Sure. And uh, so then we ran that for, let's see, a whole season. And then I really wanted a Millennium because every time I came to Grand Forks, I was getting my butt spanked by them. Yeah, yeah, so, especially uh, up in Devil's Lake, too. Yeah, and uh, so we ended up getting a Millennium in uh, 2017, and we won the championship in Greenbush, and I think we ended up third or fourth in points in Forks. Mm-hmm. Still couldn't get a win in Forks, though. I was running a crate motor, and I feel that those just don't do very good in forks yeah some people do but yeah i couldn't get her down uh speaking of motors i see did you get a new one uh for your hot rod for this year yep yep uh, i saw that you looked like you were pretty keyed up there i think it was sitting on the deck or something the first picture i saw yeah i was pretty excited i bet um let's see here joshua being from western new york are you excited to see Stuart friesen run the cup race at bristol this weekend oh yeah Stuart actually used to be my flag man in go-karts so i think i saw something about that how cool is that yeah it's pretty cool and actually the the track ransomville speedway his family owned it when i lived there they sold it now but uh so i knew Stuart growing up my whole life so it's no cool. kidding no kidding you keep in touch with them or not no, no not um i bet you if he wins you will Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I do want to mention, uh, while we're here, uh, we got a gig coming up uh, April 10th. We're going to be at Home of Economy, the third annual indoor racer showcase. Uh, Noel Shanelik and high-performance products, uh, applied high-performance products going to be there. Um, all kinds of sprint cars, late models, snowmobiles, go-karts, vintage cars. Uh, we're going to be there. Grand Forks Central Wrestling Team is going to be cooking food. Now, this is the third annual. They didn't get to do it last year uh, because of the COVID thing, but... Uh, Mark Dobmeyer, Jack Croker, Nick Umdahl, Jordan Adams, Jade Hastings, all going to have their sprint cars there. Joey Peterson and Brody Trofgruben going to have the late models. Kelsey Peterson will have her lightning sprint. Tucker Peterson is street stock, so the whole Peterson Racing Stable will be there. Uh, Madison Phillips and Hunter Johnson, ice oval snowmobile racers, my favorite winter sport uh, besides hockey. Uh, go-karts, Brandon Burke, Jackson Dobmeyer, Brett Anderson, the Northern Cruise Car Club. They're all going to be there, so check it out. Third annual indoor racer showcase Saturday, April tenth. Uh, if you can't make it, just be uh, watching 
all the good stuff here on GFBS. Also want to talk a little bit about Valvoline Instant Oil Change. If you're looking for an oil change fast, get over there. Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Grand Forks. They're at 3325 South 38th Street. I was just there last week for my oil change, and I'm, I'm sure I wasn't there longer than 20 minutes. I got out of my truck for a minute, which I didn't have to do, and uh, they checked everything, too. I mean, they even told me how many pounds of air were in my tires. They checked the battery, your lights, your air filter, your cabin air filter, your fluids, all that stuff. And when you go in there for an oil change, mention Grand Fork's best source. They'll give you 7 bucks off that oil change. If you can't leave work, you live in town here, they'll come and pick your vehicle up, too. 701-780-8462. Or again, 3325 South 38th Street, Valvoline, instant oil change. We are back on a dirty Thursday. I need to catch my breath. That was a lot of talking. <laughs> Nate Reynolds in the house. You ever think, Nate... Uh, you going to keep running a B mod forever? You ever think about jumping into a different class? Uh, yeah, I'd really like an A mod or a late model. Just mm-hmm. uh, can't really afford that right now, but someday. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what grabs you about the A mods? Because I really like the A mods too. Uh, pretty fast. Yeah. Pretty yeah. similar to what we're racing. So. Mm-hmm. Um, if you went to a late model, um, I mean, is this something you've thought about for a while? Uh, I've always wanted to race a late model, but they never had them. And I mean, they had them in New York, but you had to travel really far to race them. Mm-hmm. Now they're kind of getting bigger in the Western New York area. Um, I wouldn't mind trying a wingless uh, sprint too. I yeah. uh, raced a mini sprint, um, a wingless mini sprint one time in New York, and and that was fun. Yeah. Um, have you ever got to hot lap one of these wingless sprint cars? Nope, not yet. I actually was going to uh, last year when they had that mm-hmm. ride and drive or whatever, but something came up and I couldn't make it. Man, um, you ever have one of those nights at the track where it was like the worst night ever? Yeah, you 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 never forget it. And if you uh, did, I want to hear about it. I've had a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, blowing motors that uh, that could be the worst night, uh, especially when you're leading the points. I try not to let the points racing. Uh, get in my head i know some guys uh you know don't like to follow track points and they like to bounce around and hit mm-hmm. uh big money shows and and i mean i've probably should do the same but uh you know like last year i said i wasn't going to race for points at all and then i think jory told me that i was uh leading the points in devil's lake after a couple weeks and i was like oh looks like we're points racing yeah yeah you know it's funny how people could say yeah we're not racing for points until they find out they're in the top three yep and that, and, and you almost wish it's like you haven't seen the the real good hockey game yet, but you recorded it, or a, or a NASCAR race, or the World of Outlaws, and you recorded it, and you don't want to talk to anybody because you don't want to know what happened, and then somebody goes and tells you. Yep. It's kind of like the same thing. Uh, are, are you going to seriously run for a points title this year? Any different track or numerous tracks? So the plan for this year, as of now, which could change, but. Uh... I'm uh, going to run full-time in Forks again, I think. Uh, Good. I mean, I really love River City Speedway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think we're going to try to run full-time again in Devil's Lake. Yeah. Um, maybe try to see how we can, if we can pull off another one there. Or, you know, I mean, just to try, win, try going for the state points kind of would be fun. I uh, found out at the end of the season last year we didn't run a lot we almost just focused on uh devil's lake mm-hmm. and a couple times in forks and found out uh we were leading this or no we were 20 points out of first in state points and i was like man i wish i would have raced more well 
So then we tried picking it up a little bit, and we uh, think we lost it by 12 or 13 points. Yeah, yeah, man. Is there, is there like, anywhere else you're planning the race, uh, the race besides, like, Devil's Lake and Forks? Um, I think we're going to hit the uh, Rebel show that uh, uh, going to be in Greenbush, and then, because Devil's Lake's off that weekend. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, I don't know, maybe go down to uh, Lisbon. I've never been down there. Um I'll go to the Stampede. I really enjoy the Stampede. Um, but mostly, probably just focus around here this year. What's uh, what's the Rebel deal? Uh, Scott. Is that that Scott Bince thing? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Joshua says, I think you'd uh, adapt pretty quickly to a wingless sprint. Your past experience with the Northeast Mods would probably be somewhat similar. Hey, I, got, I got a question. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I said I got a question. for um, Because I don't know a lot about this, so... Why would you want to go to a wingless sprint as opposed to uh, just a normal sprint? What's the difference between the two? Oh, boy. Lots. Uh, well, mostly because I, I ran a, a wingless mini sprint in New York, um, and it was just a blast. I mean, the power-to-weight ratio was pretty crazy, and then not having the wing to hold you down, I mean, that wing does help them out quite a bit. Um, and then these the wingless class that they have out here that uh, Miles – uh, started the um, they i mean you can get into them pretty reasonably cheap and they have uh i think same motors as a b mod hmm. um so i mean and they, and they go i think faster than the a mods really i mean they're they're cruising right around there pretty good um i mean they just they just look like a blast to run so i'd like to try one yeah and of course the biggest issue between a wingless sprint and a nosa outlaw sprint is a lot of money. Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking. Literally, like Nosa, the sprints. Yeah, it's that's money a lot of money. Right there. Uh, why? Why? Uh, uh, I mean, why not like go to a lightning sprint as opposed to a wingless sprint? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'll race anything. I'd race a lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like watch two kids pull a wagon and see who can get there first. I'll I, stop and watch every time. I feel like it's like whatever you per- like prefer. Like people like they're light, like if you drive a lightning sprint, you're gonna like want to stick with it. I don't know, mm-hmm. just whatever people's comfortable with. Do Do you think uh, with the, the wingless sprints that um, I mean that wing, you know, it keeps you glued to the ground, but it, it also offers a lot of protection too. Oh yeah, big time. Um, you know the the I like those wingless sprints, uh, but I like racing. I'm kind of like you. You ever wad up a car so bad uh, that you your head hurt for like a week? Yeah, done that a time or two when I was racing street stock. I uh, Got spun out, and uh, the last car on the track came around and hit me wide open and bent the clip over about a foot. And uh, so we had a – I lived on a farm, so everybody kind of picks on me because we kind of jerry-rig stuff uh, mm-hmm. quite a bit. Sure. But uh, Dad and I hooked her up to a tree and brought the torches out and uh, brought a backhoe over and pulled her back straight, and, man, that thing handled like a dream after that. You know, that's not the first story I have heard uh, like that. And, and, and I remember um, years ago I was running, uh, they used to do um, uh, an enduro series at Buffalo River. And it was funny because I was, we were supposed to race the next day. And that night I had a dream that I got T-boned. And so I went and kind of the same as you. I'm just in my garage in a duplex, welding more pipes across my back, going from side to side. And... Um, Back then, our, our, our seatbelts were pretty much homemade. 
I threw another one in there just so I could buckle in one more time. And wouldn't you know it, <clears throat> I got hooked up, stalled at the end of the first straightaway. And when I looked up, here was a car coming full bar and just smacked me in the passenger door. But it bent, even with that extra bar I put in there, it bent the door and the cage all the way up to my shift lever. And man, I tell you what, I had a headache and a neck ache and a back ache and a body ache for about a month after that. And uh, yeah, the car, it, it was shaped like this now. So that ended my uh, <clears throat> enduro career. You ever do any of that stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How about demos? No, my mom never would let me do that. And that's one thing I always, I think she's watching right now, so I shouldn't say that. But someday <laughs> I might try it. Uh, back when I was growing up in Thief River Falls. There we go. Pennington County Fair, the Demolition Derby, was like winning the Indy 500. If you ever won that Demo Derby, I mean, they had like 10 heats, 12 heats. You were there till midnight, whatever. But um, it's kind of how I got uh, really started going with cars. Um, asked you about uh, maybe a worst night at the track. Um, have you ever had, what's your best night, would you say? One that stands out. Probably went in the sights. That was pretty huge. And, uh. I mean, the sites is probably my favorite race weekend to go to. and Well, actually, that and then my first win at River Cities because I'd never thought that was going to come. Mm-hmm. But the sites that was huge. What makes it so damn hard to win at River Cities? The competition there is just crazy. I mean, there's 10 of us that could win any different night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing I like about it, too. Uh, Brad's wondering, wasn't, Nate, wasn't it Nate that destroyed that B-Mod a few years ago that was live on Midco TV? Was that you? maybe (laughs) brad's calling you out i remember watching that race and i don't i don't think it was yeah i don't think it was either probably not oh uh is terry your mom yeah she's here yep she's watching she's watching (laughs) you i'm here rolling wheels win yeah that's a good uh, yeah that was that was a big one rolling wheels where where was that what is that Uh, central new york it's a pretty big track that they had it's shut down now but uh it was a fun track. I won during Super Dirt Week there. Oh, really? How many people did they get at their track on a on a nightly basis? Like for Super Dirt Week? Or yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I it's it's just jam packed. Mm-hmm. They have it at a big fairgrounds or had it at the the New York State Fairgrounds, but uh, then the governor decided that uh, he needed to build like a horse arena or something there, and they oh, destroyed boy. everything. Yeah. So now it's in uh, Oswego, New York, and I mean it's. I don't even know how many people are there. Yeah, so yeah that's pretty big time. Yeah. Um, you talked about racing on a one-mile track. How crazy was that? You know. Did, did, I mean, you guys, you don't have like a rev limiter on your car, did you? Yeah, those did. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. And, uh, I mean, we were doing, I think, a buck 30 in the sports Holy. class. Holy. So if you wreck, your car's toast. Yeah, was it a concrete wall around the whole track? Yep. How? <laughs> And no you, banking. It was flat. It's oh, boy. An old horse track. So. Yeah. Um, did you have any moments racing on a track like that where you thought, man, I got no business being out here? Did you feel okay? No, I felt fine. <clears throat> wow. That'd be crazy. A one mile track. Be like watching NASCAR. There they go. Yeah. Okay. Wait for about 20 seconds. Here they come. There they go. Yep. Pretty uh, much. Uh, do you, how, how far is the track normally? Uh, usually three eighths quarter. Cities. Yeah, River Cities is considered the high part of the track is about a three eighths. Half mile is uh, actually getting stretching it nowadays yeah. for dirt. A lot of guys uh, they think it's hard on the equipment, which 
It is. I mean, do you ever run half-mile tracks around here? Nope, never have. Well, I, I I don't know how big Fergus is. I've been down the Fergus Falls once. Um, in New York, that's pretty much every track I raced on. Was, it is, huh? was a little smaller than half-mile. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer the smaller bull rings, or do you like opening up a little bit? You know, I have a lot more fun, I think, on the bull rings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's more of a driver thing, too, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, and and I hate comparing to NASCAR, but you always watch a lot of the first-time winners get their win at, like, Daytona or Talladega because all they got to, you know, hold it to the floor, keep your fingers crossed, and maybe you'll be there at the end. Um, by the way, uh, let's see here. Travis has got it right, I think. B-Mod that got destroyed was Jeff Reed from Bemidji. I'm glad I came from Buffalo to be there for names. Biggest win, Brian Roop, Roopy. Oh, you know any of these people? Yep, Brian Roop's a good buddy of mine. He came out here for the sights. Uh, oh, okay. Came out and never would have thought that I was going to win it, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, you know, when you think about the John sights, do you spend the whole weekend here? Do you go back home? Or And, and it's kind of like a little racing vacation, isn't it? Yeah, we kind of... I'll bring my parents' camper out, and we uh, normally stay right in town. Normally just take off a couple days from work. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to that this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Um, What's the night or the weekend you probably gear up the most for in a season? Probably the sights. Yeah. Yep. So if I ask you your favorite racetrack, are you afraid to say it without offending anybody, or (laughs) do you have a favorite track? Uh, North Dakota would be... Uh, River Cities, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I always kind of, I, I mean, I like Greenbush a lot. We got a bunch of wins there. Um, like Devil's Lake a lot, but competition wise would be River Cities. Uh, New York, probably Rolling Wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, Devil's Lake probably been a little better to you, though, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what What is it about the Millennium chassis and, Man, they just it, they tear everything up at Devil's Lake. They, you know, I think the three races I called there last year, or whatever it was, I think they were top five almost all three nights I was there. Yeah, I think there was one in the top five uh, every night all summer long. There, I think only two other wins were into Millennium. Mm-hmm. How nice is it to have your chassis builder so close to where you live and race? That's really nice. That's mm-hmm. one of the main reasons why we drive one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you were to go, say, I, I keep prodding you about this late model thing. Um, I mean, do you, and it's hard not to, but you look at some of these racer selling pages on social media and stuff. Can't tell me it's not easy to look at all of a sudden somebody's got a full turnkey operation for sale and you're looking at it just going. Then the head starts to spin. And do you, do you, are you to that point? Oh, I look at them just about daily. Yeah. Your thoughts on COVID, Canada, all of that stuff. I mean, it's ridiculous. I know um, I've kind of read about you a little bit. Um, you're not into the mask thing no. or any of that stuff. You think it's about time we're done with this crap? Yep. I think it's pretty dumb. Um, You know, and the way the county commissioners are in Grand Forks, I'm amazed they didn't make you wear a mask in your car. All right. (laughs) That's kind of one of the main reasons why we didn't race Forks that much last year is because of how those commissioners were. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's going to be better this year. But, yeah, I, I, I still worry about them a little bit. 
this is a lot of work uh, running a race car, especially if you plan on running two tracks a week all summer long, not to mention other shows. But um, somebody help you out on this whole deal, or are you stuck out there in the shop by yourself? Uh, no, my dad, uh, he can't sit still, so he always he's always doing something on the car. Um, and then uh, my buddy Chase, he helps quite a bit. Okay. Uh, whoever shows up, really, but uh, my buddy Chase and, and my dad pretty much do majority of it. And then my girlfriend Jen does quite a bit, uh, you know, on race night and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, can you hear? Oh. All right. I think we have a call. Can you hear us? He hung up. Oh, he hung up. Oh, okay, maybe I have to get that next time. Son of a gun. <laughs> so did your folks, did they move here when you decided to move here, or how did that work? Uh, they moved out here after my son Aiden was born because uh, he's their only grandchild, and they really wanted to see him grow up. Mm-hmm. They were retired, so. Oh, that makes it nice. What do they think about the change from New York uh, to North Dakota? My dad complains quite a bit he likes he, he grew up there and likes it but uh i don't know i don't think he'd ever think about moving back there mm-hmm. it was what Michelle. oh call during a show thank you <laughs> okay <laughs> we'll wait for the text um sponsors i know i know you were you were gonna make a list yeah who, who helps you out and uh are you all good to go for this year Oh yeah, the car's sitting there ready to roll. I got to buy some tires uh, and some fuel, but uh, we're ready to roll. Uh, sponsors, man, we uh, we got quite a quite a bit of uh, people that help us out. So I had to make a list. Uh, Wahala Building Center, they've been great to me for the past couple years. Uh, Enerson Contracting, he uh, came on last year, and this year he's came. I mean, he's a huge help. Miller Motivations. He came on board this year. Dahlstrom Motors, he's been on ever since I moved to North Dakota. Mm-hmm. Jake's Truck and Tractor, Brent's Pit Stop, JTN Trucking, Silverado Trucking. My buddy Chase, uh, he contributes some money here and there. My mom and dad probably contribute the most out of everybody. Uh, Jenny, my son uh, Aiden, he uh, he's he's learning. Mm-hmm. He loves uh, loves the hammer and loves to. Oh yeah, love to make noise. Oh, yeah, funny story. I caught him uh, one day. I was straightening body panels, and that's his favorite pastime. Well, he uh, grabs the hammer, and I didn't know where he went. And I looked down the driveway, and he's taking a swing at my new pickup. Oh, did you catch him before I the swing him hit? Swing, yep. <laughs> um, and then I got to uh, give a shout out to my buddy Jory, Boxcar Mustache Mafia. He. Uh, doesn't give me any money, but I get occasional hat, maybe. Mm-hmm. How about, uh, by the way, some of those air fresheners? Oh, yeah, I can use a couple more. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm out, and I think, Jory, that I messaged you that one time, so I'm going to have to find you there. Um, technology uh, with the cars, does it change a lot? Are you always, does it seem like you're trying to keep up with the Joneses, or do you try to get that done before the season starts? Um, yeah, I try to get stuff updated before the season, depending uh Money wise, mm-hmm. um, normally we're kind of late and last minute. Um, this year we got her done pretty quick. I mean, Dustin uh, is pretty good about uh, you know suggesting different things mm-hmm. that might make us faster, mm-hmm. and uh, just all depends on the pocketbook. Right, right. Uh, weather like this though, man, you, you got to be getting the itch. Oh, big time. Yeah how how bad do winters? Do they drive you nuts, or, or is it a way? to get away because 
after a long season, uh, and me just being an announcer, you start to get a little bit of burnout. You know, you can kind of feel it. Um, after that, the John Sites is crazy because that's three days, and I usually do two days of go-karts with that. Then we go one more week here at River Cities, and then we're done, and I'm so ready for it. But then after two weeks, 70 degrees out and sunny, you're thinking, man, we should still be racing. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, Towards the end of the season, it kind of gets uh, tiring, especially if you're doing two tracks or three tracks or whatever, and uh, get kind of sick of it, ready to be done. But probably about two, three weeks after the season, it's like, man, I kind of wish we were out there racing still. But same time, it's kind of nice to, like I said before, I like ice fishing, like mm-hmm. snowmobiling, so nice to do a little bit of that. If we would have got some snow, that would have been nice. But, right. Uh, do you do you keep your car in a back shop or is it in the garage? Is it is it somewhere where you don't see it every day all winter long? Well, right now it stays at my parents in the race car trailer in the wintertime. Okay, because they have a one car garage, so that's all I have in Hoople, and uh, so I uh, just keep her in the trailer until we decide to pull her out and start working on it. And- mm-hmm. Nice. T Young thinks you should run for governor. By the way, <laughs> one thing I actually wanted to point out is well, actually go back to John. Go back to your um, shop for a second. Look at that car. Like, literally, when you picked out your colors, like, how did you... Yeah, <laughs> ducks down. I love... <laughs> I love the blue and the yellow. I just think that's a nice car overall. It's easy to spot, you know? How did you come up with those colors? I've always liked blue and yellow. Blue and, yellow. Uh, blue and the fluorescent yellow, for sure. But uh, had a go-kart back when I was, like, 13 or 14 that uh, had blue and yellow. And it wasn't fluorescent yellow, but... I uh, decided that's what we should go with, and we decided to buy a bunch of fluorescent yellow vinyl and wrap the deck lid, and I don't suggest that to anybody because <laughs> that was the biggest pain in the butt to do. Um, <laughs> and the only re- that's the only reason that it's still the same color because I wasn't going to uh, strip it all this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Um, so we decided to uh, keep the same colors this year. We switched the design up a little bit, but... Uh, who does all your wrapping for you? Uh, Dustin. Yeah. Oh, he does. Oh. Yep. So he's, it's like a one-stop shop for a race car driver, right? Yep. Got to like him. Yeah, he's been on the show a few times. So you got the year all figured out. Uh, I don't have the schedule in front of me, but uh, do you recall when your first night out is? Are you going to do any test and tuning or anything like that? I think the pra- first practice in Devil's Lake is April 17th, and I think the first race is the following week. So let me get a look. All right, what do we got here? Let's see here. Uh, test and tune River City Speedway to be determined. Their season opener is May 7th. And Devil's Lake test and tune April 17th. Wow, that's coming up. Yep. Uh, and they're going to start going April 24th. Wow. Man, that's cool. Now, now I'm getting the itch. <laughs> yeah, I had to take the car for a ride around my parents' yard the other day just to... Do, do, they, drive it. do they live in a farm or are they out of town no, or they in live town in town but they have like six lots and their neighbors all like my race car so yeah so you get your own like little they come out and watch you like you're doing a little parade there around hoople <laughs> <laughs> yeah that damn race car driver he's driving around town again <laughs> so now your ice fishing's done no snowmobiling what are you doing this funk of a month Just, do you focus uh, on racing or not quite yet? No, not yet. My son uh starting soccer here next week, so nice. do that with him and uh 
Grayson will be here before we know it. Do you think he's got uh, any exasperations about being a race car driver like Dad? Do you, have, have you thought about the go-kart thing or anything? Oh, yeah. He uh, brings that up quite a bit. He turns four in uh, May, so imagine I'll have a go-kart here eventually. And then you'll be coming to Grand Forks every Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, enjoy it while you can. Yeah. Uh, man, it, it, it's awesome. Uh, before you know it, they're 35 years old and they're gone. Um, you know, I was hoping Chad was going to make it here. He got called into a meeting at the last minute. Uh, he was going to try to make it late or not, but um, looking like he's probably not. Now, Nate, if you, you're done with this, maybe you're going to have another 30 years worth of racing. Maybe it'll be five. Who knows what life is going to throw you, what you decide to do. But when it's all said and done, and I ask this to every driver, how do you want to be remembered as a race car driver? Uh, and that's a hard one, I guess, uh, like to be remembered as, uh, you know, somebody that's competitive and help anybody out that comes and asks for help. Um, I mean, we always try if, if we have the part, I mean, we mm-hmm. can throw it on your car, um, clean. I mean, I'm pretty clean until you piss me off. I guess you could say that. You ever had to uh, have a little talk with anybody after a race? Yeah, a time or two. Just leave it at the talking, or did it ever get any further than that? You don't have to name names. No, no, just uh, left it at talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, another question I love to ask guys, and you don't have to name a name. A yes or no is fine. Is there anybody that you will not park next to when you're in the pits? <laughs> yep. More than one? Yeah. Probably two, mm-hmm. maybe three. And and, and I'm, I'm going to ask you, when <laughs> we're dirt. done, when we're done, I'll ask you, because I probably have an idea who at least one of them is. But uh, anyway, so you're ready to go. Uh, it's going to be a great year, isn't it? Uh, we're going to have more fans. Uh, Devil's Lake's never had that problem, but River City Speedway is going to have more people there. Um, we're getting back to the old norm, and, and that is super exciting for us. Oh yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, as long as you don't have to wear the stupid masks, that'll yeah. make yeah. me happy. Yeah, um, you should try announcing with one on. <laughs> uh, they come off when they get in the booth. By the way, uh, sorry, Diane off, but sad to tell you that. <laughs> yeah. uh, you by any chance going to make it? We were talking about that racer showcase. Uh, you know, if you really want to get the kid with the itch for the go kart thing, make sure you bring him there. Yeah, we'll probably stop <laughs> out for that. That's going to be a fun time, uh, man. Thanks for making the trip to come up here. Um, I know it's a long drive, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad you're going to be full-time here uh, and Devil's Lake. I, I think it's going to be a phenomenal season, and, and I'm sure you are keyed up. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty pumped. All right. Let's uh, get out of here, and we'll have another cold one. How's that sound? Sounds good. Nate Reynolds, how about that? With the Bullring Boys. Well, one of the Bullring Boys. By the way, we'd like to thank Rumors Sports Bar and Casino. They help bring you this Dirty Thursday, and uh, we absolutely love Rumors. I mean, they're wall-to-wall TVs in there. Watch the UND Fighting Hawks play hockey. Watch UND football team. You got the NHL package. Of course, the world-famous beer tower. $6 express lunches. They got room for parties. They got specials every day of the week. And don't forget about the Kentucky Derby Party coming up May 1st. We love that place. Fiesta Friday tomorrow, by the way, from 3 to 6. Rumors Sports Bar and Casino. Conveniently located right across the hall from Grand Forks Best Source. Can't beat that. 
Uh, tomorrow, is Michelle still going to be on the show tomorrow? I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, well, we're going to leave that up in the air. Anyway, don't forget, we are now on Amazon Music. Tell your smart speaker to play GFBS Podcast. And now, the easy way to get us, uh, just go to our website. All right? Easy to do. Uh, let's see. Make sure you like, share, tag, and follow us, too. You got to do that. You know, Grand Forks is a great little town. Grand Forks Best Source, giving it an identity again. Yeah.